Guess what time it is? Friday Jams! Well, hey, 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 what's up, everyone? Welcome to the Rock Your Brand Podcast. I'm your host, Scott Boker, a serial entrepreneur on a mission to help you. This show is designed to teach you, to inspire you, to motivate you, to take massive action and build a future-proof business. So whether you're just starting out or taking your existing business to the next level, this is your home. Now, if you're ready, I'm ready. Let's rock your brand. What's up, everyone? Welcome to this Friday Jam Session. Super excited you're here. And if you haven't heard me say it before, I'm going to say it right now. This is probably one of the highlights of my week because I get to hang out with some cool people every single Friday and answer some really awesome questions. Now, you might be asking, Scott, how do I get my question answered? Well, all you need to do is become part of our Take Action crew. How do you do that? Very easy. Head on over to TakeActionCrew.com. It's totally free, and we do it every single Friday, and it is a blast. So what you're about to listen to is one that we did last week. So this way here, even if you can't attend, you can always show up here to the Rock Your Brand podcast and listen to our live jam session. All right, guys, so sit back, relax, and let's jam. All right, guys, welcome back to another Friday jam session. I am here with some awesome people every single week. And uh, well, this is another week. And yes, there are some cool people hanging out with me here this morning. And this is our Friday jam session. If you are listening to this on the podcast and you're not here live, well, you're invited. You can come. All you need to do is head on over to Take Action Crew. Dot com Again, that's takeactioncrew.com, and that's where we hang out. We'll answer your questions over there, and uh, there's going to be some cool people there when you when you come on over. And we, we drink coffee. It's morning, usually, and uh, we drink some coffee or tea or whatever your favorite beverage is, and we get to hang out for about 30 minutes and answer some questions, all right? So if you're interested, head on over and join us. All right, cool. So like I said, this is a highlight of the week for me, but one thing that I wanted to address, because this is a question that a lot of people ask themselves, right? And I get asked this same question, Scott, how do I grow my brand and not feel overwhelmed? I literally just got off a hot seat session and Debbie might be on with us right now. Debbie was on a hot seat for our brand creators Academy, which is our private Academy for brand creators. And, uh, we do these hot seats every now and then. And, um, I did a hot seat with her and we were, we were going over everything that she's doing and everything that she can do. Right. So it's always about like identifying like what you can do and then what should you do next? Right. Like what is the next logical step? Right. So there's like these, there's like these rocks in our business, right? There's these big rocks. And I look at it like, there's really only like three that we should be focusing on. And, you know, that really comes down to, for me personally, is like traffic. And I could say too, cause then there's, you know, profits or offers. Um, but I think email is a big one. So I'm going to, I'm going to say email. So if I just focus on those three areas, traffic, right? Email and profits or offers, that's all that my time is going to be spent on, right? That's all that I'm focusing my time on, right? So I had this call with Debbie and we went over everything. And then at the very end, you know, she was like, wow, it just seems like a lot. And I'm like, you know what? It does. But here's what we need to do, right? You already have your website up and running. You're already developing content. You've got that pretty much dialed in. 
Okay. So now what we want to do next is say, okay, have we started building the email list? Okay. And if you have, then you're like, okay, now I have to continually build out that email list and continually add more value to my email list and keep giving them goodwill and giving them offers and giving them all those things. But let's say, for example, you don't have the email list built and you're like, okay, what's the next thing? I have my content. What would I do? Maybe your next thing is maybe you're going to start uh, you know, maybe using Pinterest as a traffic channel. And the reason why I'm using Pinterest is because Pinterest to me is more evergreen than saying, I'm going to launch an Instagram channel, or I'm going to launch a Snapchat channel, or I'm going to launch a TikTok channel, right? Like I'm not doing any of that stuff because that stuff isn't evergreen to me. So for me, one of the, one of the traffic channels would be Pinterest. So if that's not happening yet, let's, let's pause on the email marketing right now, or the email list building, because maybe we're not there yet. And maybe the next thing we're going to do is the Pinterest thing, right? And that's going to add traffic. Remember, remember what we said, traffic, right? That's one thing. Email would be the next thing. And then profits and offers, right? So in that traffic bucket, one of those is Pinterest. Now email, you would probably say too, is a traffic channel, but it also takes time to develop that channel, right? So I'm just looking at the different things that we can work on and what is, what makes the most sense for the next move. Now, if you said, all right, I'm going to start doing the content, I'm going to start posting, and then I'm going to, I'm going to start building my list. And then I'm going to, I'm going to start my Pinterest channel. And, oh, you know what? I'm going to start a YouTube channel. And then, you know what? Then I'm going to, I got to email my list. I'm not really sure how to write to my email list. So I got to learn that. And then I'm going to, wait a minute a digital product. Scott talks about a digital product. Maybe I should start building my digital product. That's another offer. So I'm going to build another offer. And, and Scott talks about building like a digital product suite so I can have more offers. And maybe I already have a physical product. Now I got to launch that. You see, like I'm already overwhelmed. That's a lot of stuff, right? Now, can we do all that stuff? Yes, but we need to do it concentrated, right? We need to do it so it makes the most sense for our time. The problem is a lot of people feel like they are going to lose out. All right. So I don't want you to feel like you're going to lose out. So what I want you to do is look at what makes the most sense. So maybe even self-identify, sit down with a pad of paper and write down those blocks in your business. Right. So look at it and just say, I mean, even if you just wanted to do the two, right, because at brand accelerator live, if you're, if you're uh, listening to this after the fact, September 12th, we are doing our live event. Now, if you're listening to this after the 12th, well, it's already happened, but basically we're concentrating on two parts. Okay. In a brand. And to me, they're the most important parts. It's traffic and profits, which ultimately is offers, right? What are different offers? And that could be ad platforms. That could be affiliate marketing. That could be our own physical products. That could be our own digital products. It could be sponsorships. It could be all kinds of stuff, right? But there's offers. Offers bring in money, right? Traffic gets attention to the offers, right? So there's really only those two blocks that we really need to focus on. Email can amplify things, right? But I do look at those three as ones that I, I, I want to make my primary blocks, those three. Because I think that those three will give the business stability and it will also allow it to grow, right? So the title of this here today for our jam session discussion was uh, really how to accelerate our brand, how to grow it without being overwhelmed. First off, you got to put the blinders on, okay? You can't be like, 
all right, I'm going to start this and then I'm going to not finish it. And I'm going to start this and then I'm not going to finish it. And I'm going to start this and I'm not going to finish it because now you got a hundred plates going, right? We can't do that, right? You have to almost commit to it in your own mind that you're going to commit 30 days to doing this one thing, right? And then get that thing up and running. And the, the cool thing is, is once we get these, once we get these blocks in place, usually the setup is, is the, the longest part. I don't even want to say the hardest part. It's the longest part, right? So for example, let's say that we're going to set up a, we're going to set up a, a Pinterest account, right? It's going to take time to build that out, right? We have a training inside the Academy. It's a two week training. Now that two weeks, you could probably condense it down into a week, right? But we wanted to stagger it out, but it makes, it makes it easy because once you get through with that, the maintenance of it might be, I don't know, might be a few hours a week right? But it's built, right? Same thing with a website. If you're just starting out and you haven't built your website yet, that's one of the things you have to have in place because it's your home base. It's where everything, it's where everything points, right? That's where, that's where we're able to conduct business. That's where we're able to have conversations. That's where we can collect emails. Like it's our property. It's our real estate, right? Um, I can't tell you how many times also that I hear people uh, listen to what I have to say. And they say, the one thing that really stood out, Scott, was when you talk about online real estate. I never thought about it that way. I think about it all, like that way a lot. Um, I was literally just having a conversation with my business partner who um, were actually oh, like two weeks from closing on this deal. So I'll share with you guys everything through that process. It's been crazy. Um, but we're on the final stretch. Like the finish line is right there, right? We're getting into the legal stuff now, like a lot of paperwork and attorneys. And it's just, it's kind of a mess, but we're almost there. Right. And I was talking to my partner. I'm like, you know, I was looking at a site the other day and it's making, I think it was making like 15 or $1,600 a month. And I think they wanted $56,000 for the site. And first off, the site would need to be maintained on a regular basis because it was a review based site. Right. And, uh, and I was like, I wouldn't want to get it because I wouldn't want to have to maintain that. But if it was something that I could maintain, think about this for a minute, for me to invest $56,000 into a piece of online real estate, a website and have that thing instantly be producing $1,500 cash back into the business. I don't know about you, but I can't go out and buy a rental property for even $300,000 and have it yield me $1,500 net a month. There's just, it's, there's nothing that exists out there. Even if I said 500 bucks a month was going to go towards paying the mortgage, right? Uh, or even a thousand dollars pay the mortgage and I'd make 500, right? So honestly, the online real estate is a really, really cool thing that we all have the opportunity to take advantage of. Now we can build it ourselves and then who knows, maybe we sell that piece of, of, of real estate. Um, but the reason why I'm bringing this up is because we need to realize our home base is, is a huge factor in what we're doing. So if we don't have that, we need to get that built. Once we get it built, now we're bringing attention to our home base, our website through content, Google, Bing, Yahoo, right? Now that we have our home base, our website, we can put offers on there. We can collect email addresses on there, right? We have all that stuff. We can take Pinterest and drive traffic from Pinterest over there. It's another platform, right? We can get a YouTube channel going if we want. We can drive traffic, but we're not going to do all these things at once, right? We build an email list. We drive traffic to our, to our uh, website, our, our blog, right? And then we have our products. 
our products can also lead people back to our website and our blog, or they can purchase it from our website and blog, right? So see how it all kind of just, it funnels all together, right? So to not get yourself overwhelmed, you have to look at your situation and you have to say, okay, here's everything I have. Here's what I need to do next, right? And then I just need to focus on that next step, not all of the things, the next step. And as long as that thing is going to help me with traffic, then I'm good. Or if it's going to help me with making more offers or bringing attention to offers, then good, right? So traffic offers, right? That's all we're looking at here, right? And if we do that, the business grows, right? That that's it's it's that simple, right? But we can't overwhelm ourselves with everything that we got to do, right? And I, I use this analogy before. If I'm building a house. And, it, and this actually happened to me when I was building my house. I think I was like, how old was I when I started building? I should figure out that day. I think I was 24. I might've been 24 or 25 and I'll never forget it. Right. I drive down. I had this little hill. We had two acres. We, I drove down. I look at the field we had a two acre field and the footings were just poured. And I was like, wow, I got a lot of work to do. I got to build this thing. I got to, I got to get the the walls poured right for the foundation because we had a full basement. I got to, I got to put the flooring down, right? The, I got to put the floor joists. I got to put the, you know, the, the subfloor. Then I got to stand the walls on the inside. I got to put the second floor on. Then I got to put the walls up on there. Then from there, I've got to put the roof system on. Then I've got to sheet the roof. Then I got to shingle the roof. Now I got a shell. Now I got to go through and I got to wire it. I got to plumb it. I got to put insulation in it. I got to put sheetrock in it. I got to do all this stuff, right? But if I would have looked at that, and I, I would have just been like, oh, screw that. I'm out of here, right? Like that's a lot. You got to think of your business like that too. You can't put the roof system on until you get the foundation built, until you get the walls built and it just keeps stacking. But once we get it built, guess what? We can make it better. We can improve it. And now we can let people know about it. So if I was to, if I was to think about this, like I, let's say that I was building a brick and mortar store. In that same thing, I got to do the footings. I got to do this. I got to do that, right? At the end, now it's like, how do I get people to know about it? Well, I've got traffic going by, but how do I get other ways for traffic? And now when people come to visit my store, guess what? They can buy stuff, right? It's the same thought process, guys. It's the same thought process. We got to do one step at a time. And we have to also know what that roadmap looks like, right? So what we're doing at Brand Accelerator Live this year is we're literally starting in the beginning of the day and we're going to be going through traffic and offers all the way through the day. Like that's all we're, that's all we're talking about. Right. And that's all that we're going to be workshopping about. Right. Cause that's the most important things. Right. So again, it's to simplify it and for you to look at your situation and go, okay, what one is my next step? And then you work on that next step. And that's it. That's all you do. Okay. So that's how you do it and don't get overwhelmed. So I want to know if you guys have any questions, let me know. If you're listening to this on the podcast, this is why you need to be here live because we do this. We answer live Q and a, so I'm going to jump in and answer some questions here. And, uh, from there, if again, if you guys want to join me, make sure that you head on over to takeactioncrew.com. If you're here live then you're already you're already here. So thank you. Um, so we're going to answer a few questions here. All right. So we have one here from Salma. How do you simplify your offers for maximum profits? 
Well, the first thing is, is you have to have the offer, right? So first off, you got to build the offer. But if we're talking about maximizing profits, usually how you're going to maximize profits is you're going to have more offers. That's how you're going to maximize profits. If you have one product, it's going to be really hard to maximize the profits, right? So you need to think about your business as a product suite, right? And if it's not your products, it's got to be other people's products. So if you do only have your one product, how do you lead people to other people's products that you could get paid from? That's how you would maximize that. It's not looking at like, okay, I have this product and I sell it for $25. I pay five, I make 20. Well, yeah, but how, how are you getting the traffic? You might be paying for the traffic. You might've paid for your email list, right? So there's a cost associated with that. So there's, there's only so much you're going to be able to do to acquire a customer to where that profit margin goes up, right? So the only way to do it is you have that one product. And even if you broke, even we all, we all hear about the lost leaders, right? People, like if, if you go to a store, they usually have something that's, they're going to just, they're going to break even, or maybe even take a loss. It's to get you in the store. It's the same idea. So we need multiple ways for people to buy from us. Okay. That's how you maximize profits. All right. Uh, okay. Let's see here. Okay. Um, does everyone need blogs on a website or can you build a business model without, uh, with YouTube only? Um, you can, but here's the thing. It's imagine this, imagine you're renting a building and you have all this traffic coming. And then all of a sudden your landlord comes in and goes in 30 days, you need to be out. I sold the building and they're going to knock it down. And now all that traffic that's on that highway or wherever you're at is gone, right? So I would never build my business on a platform, okay? That's one rule I would never, ever do. I would never build my business on a channel. Now, if you want to start that way, if you want to start by just saying, you know what, I'm going to focus on uh, YouTube and I'm just going to build a channel there and, uh, and I'm just going to see what happens, that's totally fine. I just personally would not do that right? Because I want to control the asset, right? I want to, if you are building a YouTube channel, you should have at least a landing page where people can, you know, opt in for something, right? We want to build a way to really create our own, our own channel, right? You do not own YouTube subscribers, by the way, right? They do. Okay. Same thing with Facebook. You don't own any likes or, uh, you know, anybody that's following you or any of that stuff. You don't own your Instagram followers, none of that stuff. What you do own is your email list and you also own your website. All right. So just keep that in mind. Uh, D, how do you feel about Google ads? Uh, well, Chris Schaefer would probably be a better one to ask. We do not use them currently. I think they're good for specific products. It's one of those things that I would say you'd have to test it, but have you already exhausted the other traffic channels? Like why go to Google first? unless you have something that is highly searched for that you can just put an ad up. That's like, here it is. Right. Um, I just think it's a whole nother learning curve. And I would say, why, like, why is that the one you're choosing over doing something in a Facebook, in a Facebook ad? Um, I, I think Facebook was just, I think it's great targeting, but I don't know a lot about Google ads either. So I can't say for sure. Um, but I would say if I was going to learn one or the other, I would probably learn Facebook just me personally. Uh, let's see here. Karen, 
Uh, okay, cool. Karen's giving us a little update here. We now have a workbook, math book, and custom traceable name sheets. I was thinking of bundling them. Buy the workbook, math book at a $2 discount off regular price, and we'll receive the custom worksheets for free. It's not a bad offer, Karen. Uh, I just, again, it's one of those things we need to test it, right? So we can sit here and assume all day long, but we need to see. And a lot of times it's not necessarily the discount that's going to get people to buy. It could be the bonuses. So you have to play with that. Um, I also think sometimes like a $2 discount doesn't really speak to me. Maybe a 25% off discount does, right? So $2 doesn't get anyone really excited. I don't believe like I'm not going to run to the store because I'm going to save $2, right? Um, if you buy one, get one free now. Now we're talking, right? So uh, we ha you have a workbook for math. Um, and custom traceable name sheets. Um, so if you had may, like you said, maybe it's buy the workbook and get the traceables free. That's a good offer. The $2 discount, you can throw it in there. It just almost seems like not enough for me. Um, I would like it if you had another workbook and you did a, you know, buy one, get one free. That's a good offer. And again, it's a digital product. So I would play with that. Um, but, um, I love what you're doing, Karen. Uh, would you have started membership earlier knowing what you know now? Lessons learned with membership. Love this question, by the way, which actually it's funny that you bring this up and I'm going to, I'm going to share it here with you guys. Uh, we actually had a discussion the other day, uh, inside of the Academy. And I actually, I talked to Chris Schaefer a little bit. Uh, I, I really want to start sharing more inside of our Academy about the membership stuff because this isn't my first membership that I've done with Brand Creators Academy, by the way. Um, I did one inside of the photography space and I did that for over seven years and I had well over a thousand members, okay? Learned a lot uh, and I'm still learning, okay? Um, and I think that there's a lot of lessons learned by just sharing like what you're doing and how you're, you're doing it, right? Um, but would I start one from scratch? Probably not. And the reason why is because it's a huge commitment on your part. A lot of people, before they get to really know you, it's going to be hard for them to commit to a monthly or even a yearly billing, right? So you almost need these little offers that get people to know who you are, but also they put their credit card out to pay you. So I would recommend doing something along the lines of a, of a small digital product that introduces you to what you teach. And then on the back end, you can make an offer for a membership. Um, but again, I would not go down that. There's a lot that goes into setting up a membership and I mean, there's easy ways you can do it. You can totally do it just through email. You can say, Hey, sign up for this, uh, you know, this weekly, you know, uh, mem or it's a monthly membership, but you get weekly lessons or you get weekly, whatever. Um, but you really, really need to understand your market and what they actually want. You know, there's a, there's a saying that floats in, floats out there on the internet. You know, people join for the content. They stay for community. And I truly believe that. So we're working really hard on our community. Um, it's a lot of work, but it's what I want to do. Would I start there? Probably not. I would start with, and again, trying to be quick and nimble. Like I would start by identifying something that the market wants. I would build my website, of course. And then I would start to build out the, the guide that I'm going to sell. I would start by making that content on my website. And then I would compile it. I'd make it a little bit more robust and I would offer that for sale and I'd start running Facebook ads to it. That's what I would do. 
Um, we're going to actually be teaching this at Brand Accelerator Live too. There's a couple of examples on how you would do this. Um, I'm going to actually walk you through how to build um, your first digital product and sell it within 30 days. I'm going to give you that roadmap and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to outline everything that would need to be done. It's not that hard either. And I'm going to do it within like a 45 minute workshop. Um, so if you're interested in that, once again, if you're listening to the podcast, it might be later, you can still probably go and grab the recordings. Um, but that will be at, uh, baltickets.com. Again, that's baltickets.com. I also have one example I'm going to be sharing with you, um, uh, with Cassidy from succulents and sunshine, good friend of mine. She's also in one of my masterminds that I was in a part of, and she shared something that she was doing. She's going to be sharing this at brand accelerator live, how she was able to build her email email list and also sell a $10 product and generate thousands of dollars per month using this model. Um, but she's using pay, uh, paid, uh, paid Facebook ads. Um, but, um, really simple approach. Um, and again, it just goes to show you, you just need to get something out there in order to get a result. So then you can ask questions and that's really what it comes down to. Uh, all right. So let's see here. Uh, let's see, Karen, is that the way to go? I'm not sure I understand. Um, can you, can you give me a little bit more on that? Kyle, what's up, man? Kyle, I love that video. That second video you sent me, uh, Kyle sent me a, a video and, uh, and asked me, uh, a couple of questions and I love that by the way. So I just wanted to kind of give you a shout out. Um, yeah. So what about building our site on Shopify versus WordPress? If I have physical and digital products, <coughs> excuse me. Well, did you know that even if you're on WordPress, you can just use WooCommerce. It's basically the same thing. Um, so I personally wouldn't build my, my website on Shopify. Um, I have used Shopify as just the shopping cart. Um, but I would do it differently. I would basically do it where I would build the, the website on WordPress. I'd host it on my own host, uh, get my own domain, all that stuff. And then from there I would build out my content and then I would bolt on WooCommerce. That's what I would probably do. Um, because in WooCommerce, you can still sell your digital products or your physical products. doesn't matter. And you can even sync it up, I believe with your, uh, Amazon fulfillment. So they'll even, you know, they'll even fulfill your orders. Uh, D I'm having an issue with my blog titles. I use Uber suggest to get my titles, but I feel they are boring and, and do not have the, that attention getter, but does it have to have one since it's not an ad? Um, no, it doesn't have to, but just think about this. If someone finds your article by a Google search and all it says is, um, five lures uh, or five bass fishing lures, if that's all it said, if it said five best bass fishing lures, um, and then maybe dash and then like number three, uh, works like crazy, right? Like if you're scrolling in the search result, that'll get your attention too. It's a great subject line for an email, right? It's a great subject line for a YouTube video. It's a curiosity base. It gets you to want to click in. It's not clickbait, um, but it gets you to want to actually click in because you're going to deliver on that promise. So, um, yeah, you want to look at your titles, but you, you want to get a little creative on just the twist on it. That's all. And the twist doesn't necessarily have to be keywords that are being searched for, although that would help. Uh, okay. Back to Karen. I have the preschool workbook and the math book, which is separate. Okay. So we have two books. I wouldn't say $2 off. It, uh, would be reflected in the price. When you say test, how would I test? Uh, our test email will go out Monday going to try the email you suggested last week. Should I add the products? Two. Uh, 
yeah, you know, on something like this, and so I believe you have two workbooks. Um, I would probably, and what I mean by testing it is just create your offer and then test the offer. That's what I mean. Um, so just take, it's all about the offer guys. Like you can, and that's the cool thing when you have multiple products, we can, we can bolt stuff on, right? We can make it, we can incentivize people by giving them a bonus. Perfect example. If you purchase a VIP ticket to brand accelerator live, the virtual event, uh, you are going to get the recordings from the event. Okay. From the, the workshop, the full day. And we're going to give you for free recordings from brand accelerator live 2019. Okay. And that's literally a minimum of a $500 bonus. Okay. People that, that showed up there spent between 500 and a, well, actually a 500 to probably $1,200 if they were VIP. All right. So you got to look at your offer, right? Like what is a no brainer offer for someone? That's how you have to think about it. $2 eh, doesn't really, that, that doesn't say like, oh my gosh, I got to get this before this expires. Right? So you have to think about the offer and how do you make that offer really, really a great offer, right? That's what it's about. When you have digital stuff, it's really easy to do because you're not like, oh, if I do this, my cost is this fulfillment is this, like, then we get into all of that stuff. We're talking like straight profit in a sense. I mean, yes, you have some deliverables, you have website costs, you have all that stuff, but that's really what I look at when I'm looking at that. How do I build a good offer? And then you can play with that. You can offer stack, which is a whole nother conversation, um, which we'll have, um, inside of BCA, we will definitely be going down into offers and how to really come up with awesome offers that get people to want to just jump because it's just too good to like, you know, go by. Um, so something like yours, Karen would be something like, you know, buy the math or the preschool workbook and get our math workbook for free, a $10 value. So now they're getting $10 off. They're getting something for free. Um, and they're going to pay full price for the first one, right? That's, that would be an offer. Um, plus you get the traceable worksheets, something like that. Right. Um, so, okay. So I think that is it on the questions that came through. Uh, once again, I just want to, I want to come back to what we started with. How do we, okay, build our business without feeling overwhelmed? Okay. So I'm going to use Karen, an example here for a minute. She is building content. She already built a couple of digital products. So that's done. So now her focus is her email and how to create offers, right? That's all that she's focusing on. That's all she should be focusing on. Now, should she still be creating content on a regular basis? Yes. Should she still be building her email list? Yes. But that stuff's kind of happening automatically now, right? Because the process and the systems are in place, right? So that's still going. But now the focus is really like, okay, scratching your head, like, okay, how do I get my offer? Well, let's go ahead and create an offer and let's go ahead and give our email list the offer, right? Now, the other side of that is, okay, well, Part of that is I need to get my email list to know that, uh, that this is a great offer. We need to also let them know that they need this. We also need to get them to open the email. So these are like little mini things that we need to focus on subject lines. What makes a good subject line, right? How do I create a little bit of scarcity in here? Meaning that the offer is going to expire, right? Cause we all are motivated and, and really just, you know, we want to jump because it's going to expire, right? And then what's that offer I'm going to try? So come up with the offer, right? Write your emails, come up with your deadline. Like what's it going to start? When's it going to end? And then 
really start sending those emails. That's how we test it. That's it. Done. Right. Um, now the other thing you could say is, okay, you, you stated the offer in the email. What's the other, there, there's like the parts to this, right? So the parts would be the subject line of the email. Is it getting opened when it gets opened? What's the copy say inside of there? That's getting them to want to click to see what this offer is. Cause they want to, they want to check it out. Right. And then they land on the offer page. What does the offer page look like? Right. Cause the offer page could convert, can convert poorly. Um, if it's not, you know, if it's not done right. Okay. Uh, and Karen, I think I looked at yours the last time and your page just went to like a shopping cart page, right? Like we don't want to do that. We want to build a page dedicated to that offer. And it, it's going to have like the things right. Like, that's going to be there. And it's going to have one button that says, you know, uh, grab this special offer here or something like that. Right. Um, so I see that mistake a lot is where people are, they'll get people to the page, but it's not converting. And the reason why it's not converting is because the page is just going to like a shopping cart. There's no copy. There's no, there's no deadline on there. There's, there's nothing. Right. And in that, in, in your case, Karen, that's what I seen. So I would make sure that that's cleaned up, but you see what I'm doing guys. I'm not focusing on right now on, okay, how do I, you know, start a YouTube channel at this point, if I haven't started it yet, I'm not worrying about that yet because I'm getting some traffic. I'm going to try to now focus on my offers, right? So there's just these different blocks that I'm working on. That's it. All right. So again, hopefully this has been helpful. If you are listening to this on the podcast and you want to ask a question or you want to sit in on one of these jam sessions, all you need to do is head on over to takeactioncrew.com and you can join us over there. All right. Well, I hope that you enjoyed that Friday jam session. And like I said in the beginning, if you want to attend one of our live Friday jam sessions, all you need to do is head on over to takeactioncrew.com. That is where we show up every Friday, 10 a.m. Eastern time. And you can join us, you can ask a question, and then uh, I can answer it. And we can go ahead and also publish it here on the podcast. So once again, I just want to say thank you so much for listening. This is always one of the highlights of my week. And until next time, remember, I'm here for you, I believe in you, and I am rooting for you. But you have to, you have to, come on, say it with me, say it loud, say it proud, take action. Have an awesome, amazing day, and I'll see you right back here on the next episode. Now go rock your brand.